Hey, hey, welcome to the Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you and not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something teacher and health coach who is committed to helping you realize your potential and crush your goals. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing we call life? Okay, then, let's go. Hey friend, welcome back. Okay, so I'm going to try and keep this short and sweet, but there's something I need to tell you. It is something that I have not fully disclosed until fully recently to the quote unquote public. And it has a lot to do with my story, where I am right now, and the pivots that I am taking in my life. Um, if you have checked out the other podcast episodes that I, episodes that I have linked on my Instagram, and you are not a very close friend or family member, you are going to be hearing this information for the first time, and it is information I was incredibly hesitant to share, partially because of stigma, partially because I don't want to defame anybody. But over the past few months, um, especially sharing my story more with Ryan, I have realized how important it is for me to share my full story and own this part of my story, help break the stigma, and fully live in alignment with what I am meant to do who I meant to help and how I'm going to help them. So we're going to stop being cryptic. I'm going to try and keep this short and sweet as possible. But here we go. I am a widow of an addict. Tim, my late husband, was an alcoholic. And while I have been able to say that to family, to very close friends, it has been only recently that I have been able to articulate that publicly. And I've decided to share this now because of how truly important it is. Not sharing this to discredit him, to make him look bad. If anything, I've been continuously protecting him, protected him when he was alive, and I've been protecting him in death, which he deserves. But the more I sit with this, the more I realize him and I can can help others. We can possibly save other people from meeting the fate that he met as a result of his addiction. I am not going to ever really go into the nitty-gritty details of what he experienced. That part of it is not my story. I also did not live in his brain, so I don't know the intricacies, the in and outs, and what he was feeling on a daily basis. What I am going to do, what I am going to own is my side of the story, what I did, what I didn't do, 
that I could have done better and how I'm coping with all of that now. Addiction is incredibly complicated. It is stigmatized. There is shame associated with it. There's a lot of secrecy, judgment, sadness, loneliness, isolation. And it doesn't matter if you are the addict or if you are the one loving the addict. One other distinction I think is important to make is the addict is a portion of your loved one. Tim was so much more than his addiction to alcohol. Tim was incredibly kind, loving, funny, appreciative, hardworking, brilliant. He did what he could for everybody. And if he was still with us today, he would continue to do what he could to protect others, to serve others, to love others. Being the wife of an alcoholic was incredibly isolating. Wanted to protect him, protect what he was trying to build in his life. But it also shrouded me in shame. Shame that I hadn't been smart enough to see this before we got married. Shame that I put myself in this position. Shame that it was happening. When you love someone, like I loved and loved him, lines become incredibly blurred. And the things that you thought you would leave someone for, that doesn't matter anymore. I lived in a constant state of fight or flight. And I fought so incredibly hard to protect him, to love him, to care for him, to save him. And despite it all, I still lost him. Now, let me just say, I was no angel in this. I know that I had my share of breakdowns, name-calling, you know, just parts of myself that I really didn't like at the time, obviously don't like now, but that's part of it, right? That's part of being so in love with someone who is hurting beyond belief 
you hurt beyond belief and you carry their pain and your own pain. You carry the loss of what you expected your life to look like. And it becomes so much. It becomes too much to handle. So you break down and you lash out at the people, the person closest to you. Loving Tim, loving Tim has been one of the best and hardest things that I've ever experienced. And it is only now, almost two years after his death, that I am realizing what we can do, what I can do with this part of my narrative. That it doesn't have to be isolating. That we can normalize the conversation that you can so deeply love someone who is struggling to love themselves who is an addict and it doesn't make them or you any less of a person or of a partner. It is complicated. It is intertwined. And it's exhausting. It is absolutely exhausting loving someone who is struggling to love themselves and take care of themselves. But again, it's not so cut and dry. It's not something that can be fixed with a pill. An addiction is so deep, so deeply embedded in that person. And only now am I seeing not only how tough it was for me, but how tough it must have been for Tim to carry around all of these feelings, feeling like you couldn't express them. And feeling like he had to turn to alcohol in order to cope. There are so many things that people ask me, you know, who knew closely? Well, why did he do this? What was he struggling with? I have my thoughts. I can speculate. But unfortunately, as a result of his death, I'm never going to know. And so on this part of my journey, this whole reflective part and this honesty part is a chance for me to reflect on what I did, how I loved, and what I can do now to help others who love an addict. Because it's, yes, a label that we place on other people, but at the crux of it, That's not how I remembered him. I remember his big bear hugs. I remember his laugh. 
I remember binge-watching TV shows with him. I remember that, that side of him, because that at the core is who I fell in love with, that at the core is who he was. I am sharing this because I know that I am not the only woman out there who loves someone who is struggling. It is okay. It is more than okay that you love someone who is struggling. It is more than okay that you are frustrated. It is more than okay that you are scared. You are not alone. I I wish that I had someone who really got it when I was going through it. Because yes, there are things like Al-Anon and therapy and you know, resources that way. But to actually have someone who I could have spoken with in real time. I'm not sure what it could have done, right? Because I can't change the past and I am intentional about not reliving the past in that sense. But I wonder what it would have been like to have someone to talk to who truly got it. And so I'm owning this. I'm owning this part of my story so you know that you're not alone, that I'm here to chat with, to support you, to love you, to guide you, to just be a presence. Tim died. Because his addiction was way worse than I thought until it was far too late. Tim died of liver failure, which led to multi-organ failure. I tried everything I could to save him, leading up to his hospital stay. And while he was in the hospital... And if love was enough, my life would look real different. Honestly, I'm not even sure where the thought process is going right now, other than I felt extremely called to come and sit with you and share this portion of my story. It is becoming my mission and my purpose to be that support for you, for a friend, for a family member who does love an addict. It is not something that anybody should have to go through alone. And the more I lean into this, the more I fully find that this is what I need to be doing. 
I know that there are so many like longer pauses in this episode. And, you know, yes, I have some things written out, but I really felt it was important to just be present and to share what came up for me as I sat here. I'm going to be focusing on this more on the podcast and in my social media content. It's not going to be the only thing, but navigating his addiction has been a whole other layer of grief. And I can get into this more. It will get into it more. I will address any and all conversations or questions that you have. But I really wanted to sit and be extra honest with you and let you know that I have sweated so much (laughs) about this decision to share that I was in a constant state of sweating when he was alive and figuring out what to share in real time with family and friends. And now it's so much of a just reflective piece, what I can share, what I can say, and what I can do. I'm not going to be perfect at this. I don't know any everything. I'm not a medical expert, but what I can do is share with you what I know, what I've learned, and again, just provide a source of support and comfort and friendship to anyone who's listening who's in a similar situation. Love is so complicated. And maybe it's not, but it's, but it is complicated when there are two sides of you loving an individual that has two sides to them, right? There's the, there's the future and the love that I had for Tim. And then there was the reality and the love. I had for Tim. Both coexisted. Neither takes away from who he was or who I was and who I am. As I continue to dive into the full realm of my relationship with Tim, it is again not to defame him. It is not to minimize him. It is to share, shed light on the fact that you can be an amazing person like he was. You can be loved so fiercely like I loved him. And it may not be enough. I don't know if any of this is really coherent. But again, it was so important to me to really sit and share this with you. 
I am a widow. I am the widow of an alcoholic. I'm always going to love Tim because at the core of who he was was the man that I fell in love with when we were 18. My life looks nothing like I thought that it would at 33. But I wouldn't for a second change my story and the fact that I walked this path with him. Of course, I wish he was alive. But I know that I was what he needed. I don't know, my friend. Maybe we'll just stop there for now. Please know that you're not alone. Please know that I'm here for you. If you personally can't connect with this, but you know someone who will, please share this episode. It's part of my mission now to really break down the stereotypes, the stigma, the shame, and I'm doing it in real time. I'm letting any shame, any stigma that I've been carrying around fall by the wayside because again, it's not fair to Tim. It's not fair to anybody else who struggles with this. I love you. I love Tim. And I love that together we are going to love and support other people through their times, through their hard times. And if I can just help one of you not feel alone and not have the outcome that I've experienced, that will all be worth it. So until next time, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you love this episode, share it with your bestie or share it on social media and tag me so I can thank you for your support. I am so grateful to share this space with you. Talk to you soon.